0: blog talk radio hello you're listening to a repeat performance of the business of art episode two with sharon bell hawkshaw enjoy your show and you can check out other episodes of the business of art uh just by going to cago media and picking a show have a great day
1: Good morning and welcome to CAG Radio, presented by CAG Media, an affiliate of Contemporary Art Gallery Online. Contemporary Art Gallery Online is showcasing tomorrow's art giants today. CAG Media has two purposes. First is to share art business ideas, and secondly, to introduce artists to the buying public. You can listen to previously recorded shows on iTunes and Blog Talk Radio by typing in CAG Media. Or you can visit our website at Contemporary Art Gallery Online and just click on the Media tab. Contemporary Art Gallery Online is always looking for exceptional new artists. And if it describes you, visit us online to learn how to submit your artwork for consideration. If you are interested in purchasing art, please visit us online at ContemporaryArtGalleryOnline.com. You are listening to our ongoing series, The Business Art, with artist and poet Sharon Bell Hawkshaw. Each week, Sharon explores the business aspects behind the beautiful artwork that artists create and ultimately sell. And now, here she is, Sharon Bell Hawkshaw.
0: Thank you and good morning. My name is Sharon Hawkshaw. Together, we will explore the business of art. There are many artists who are in the business but are not doing business. I do not want this to happen to you. You have spent your valuable time creating your masterpieces. Now let's get them seen and then sold. Okay then, so let's get started. Today you're listening to Episode 2, Writing an Artist Statement. An Artist Statement should not be biographical. That is why you have a resume, which we will discuss next week. Your primary focus should be to increase the reader's interest in your art, which usually means helping them understand the reasoning behind your art as well as some of the methods you use to create it. It's best to think about your artist's statement like a one-way conversation and write using words like I and my as you talk about yourself and your work. You'll want to begin your first paragraph with a broad statement that gives either your perspective on art or your personal philosophy behind creating art. This should encompass most of all of your work you've made, not just the art you're currently exhibiting. You might also mention what first inspired you to be an artist, what your grandest goals are as an artist, or even some things that continually run through your art. In the second paragraph, write a few sentences about how you make your art. Focus on the process you use for the pieces you're displaying while pointing out what makes your methods different and how your creative process is evolving. Use this opportunity to show how unique your art is, but make sure to keep it understandable for people who aren't artists too. In the last paragraph, make some specific comments on the current works you're displaying. Give more details into the meaning behind your art, even pointing out one or two pieces in particular. This is your chance to explain any hidden metaphors or hidden meanings in your work, so viewers can go back to your art with a better understanding of your intent. If you haven't already, let the reader know what inspired you to create the specific collection and then finish up by mentioning what you see or feel when you look through it. That's all there is to it. You can make it a bit longer than three paragraphs if you like, but keep it to one page. It's just an introduction to your art, after all, not a thesis paper. So here are some things to remember. The tips. The first tip is, Artist statements are not meant to be biographical. I've said this before, but it bears repeating. Don't include details from your life, such as when you were born or what schools you attended. Unless it directly relates to why or how you created this art, leave it out. That's for your resume. Number two, awards and recognitions already have a place in your resume, so there's no need to mention them in your artist statement. Here's another tip. Artists are artists. They're not writers. So think seriously about hiring a professional writer or editor, preferably one with an art background, to help you convey what you want your statements uh, to say in language that ordinary everyday people can understand. The fourth one is make I statements rather than you statements. Talk about what your art does for you, not what it's supposed to do for the viewers. This doesn't mean you start every sentence with I but rather that you respect people's autonomy and allow them to respond to your art however they wish. You're not supposed to tell them what they're supposed to see and how they're supposed to feel. That's their ownership of viewing your artwork. That's the beauty of art. Everyone sees something different. Everyone feels something different. How you painted it does not necessarily mean how somebody else has to see it. You can both enjoy the painting and love the painting, but for different reasons. And that goes with sculptures and, and as such. But since I'm a painter, I, you will find that I tend to say painting. The fifth one, at all times, give readers the option to agree or disagree with you. Never pressure them or dictate outcomes. Number six, avoid comparative or evaluative comments that have been made about your art by third parties, such as gallery owners, critics, collectors, or curators. These belong in your resume. In your statement, they're just name-dropping. Number seven, connect what your art expresses with the medium that you're expressing it in. For example, if your art is about world peace and it consists of twigs protruding from pieces of clay, explain the connection. Arbitrarily stating that twig clay protrusions represent world peace leaves people wondering. If, of course, the object of your art or your statement is to leave people wondering, then, hey, go for it. It's okay. In art, everything is okay. But in order to succeed as an artist, you have to have a reason and have purpose. Someone besides yourself generally has to get the point of what you're doing. Be specific, not vague. For example, if your art is inspired by assessments of the fundamentals of the natural world, tell which fundamentals you're assessing and how they inspire you. That's number eight. Number nine, avoid obscure references to music, art, literature, history or anything else that requires detailed explanation or gobs of previous knowledge. If you have to make such a reference, explain it fast so that people know what you're talking about. If you can't do it fast, do it later. Number ten, tell the story about what led up to your art only, if it's short, compelling, and really, really relevant. People are generally not interested in long, drawn-out progressions of events. Something leads to something which leads to everything, and we all know that. Number 11, avoid comparing yourself to other artists.
1: If other artists
0: influence you, fine, but don't say, I'm like Picasso, I do this, or like Judd, I do that, or like Monet, I'm like this. Instead, say something like, Picasso's blue and rose paintings influence how I use yellow. Better yet, leave other artists' names out of your statement altogether. Let the critics decide who you're like. Plus, you don't want to invite comparisons between yourself and the greatest artists who ever lived. We all know who the victor is going to be. Number 12, don't instruct people on how to see, feel, behave, respond, or otherwise relate to your art. Nobody likes being told what to do. Instead of saying, you will experience angst when you see my art, say, this art expresses my angst, or I express my angst through my art or better yet, why don't you just go see a therapist and work it all out. When your statement is complete, make sure to have several people read it and give their opinion on what you should change. Find someone qualified who can edit it for spelling mistakes or who is even willing to rewrite it in a clearer manner if you think it needs that. The final result should be short, to the point, and easy to read. You shouldn't have to dumb down how you write, but there's also no need to pull out a dictionary or a thesaurus to find longer, more intellectual words. So here are some examples of an artist statement that I think are are good artist statements. Here's one. Knitting is my key to the secret garden, my way down the rabbit hole, my looking glass. See, that just catches you right off the bat. Hand knitting started it. From the beginning, the process of transferring string into cloth has struck me as magical, and over the years, that magical process has had its way with me, leading me from hobby to art. Knitting fills me with a sense of accomplishment and integrity and has proven a most amenable vehicle for translating inner vision to outer reality. I knit from the inside out, though I work quite deliberately, consciously, employing both traditional and innovative techniques, my unconsciousness, is the Undisputed Project Manager. The concrete, repetitive nature of the work frees my imagination and provides many opportunities for happy accidents and grace to influence the finished product. Recently, I discovered some childhood drawings, simple crayons, patchworks, that resonate deeply with my fiber work. Inspired and invigorated by a renewed sense of continuity and awed by the mystery of how creation occurs, I am now knitting... Richly varied fabrics exploring many many patterns, textures, and colors. Once knit, the fabrics are pieced to form an always new patchwork from which I make my garments and accessories. I thought that was a very good artist statement. Here's another one. I paint because I have no other choice but to do so. There's another realm of consciousness inside of me that can only speak through the movement of paint as it is applied to a canvas. Each one of my canvases has a message. I cannot imagine life without my work. It keeps me balanced, grounded, and content. I never plan my canvases, which is the complete opposite of my life. I intuitively know days before I begin what size canvas I will be using. I never know what the canvas will look like once completed. However, I do know what feeling it will emit. Once I begin painting, the first couple of color choices are again instinctual. After the design becomes evident, I then begin to methodically choose colors. This is so I can build a balanced, visually pleasing painting. My paintings are about color first, design second. Color is the vehicle used in order to deliver the intended message. The collection I am currently working on is some of my most exciting work. I am using a combination of photographs, oil, and acrylic paint on canvas. These new pieces are nurturing, organic, calming, as well as exhilarating. The challenges these canvases have presented me have electrified me. They have brought me much joy, and I can only hope for the same to those who see this new collection. Now, both of these statements I thought were very good. They're short. They're to the point. And the beauty of these uh, statements is that you can tack on a final paragraph. And in that paragraph, you can be very specific to what you're uh, displaying right now. Now, and that's another important key. Do you need to have a different artist statement every time you're showing a different collection? And the answer is yes, because the different collection is going to convey a different feeling, different thought, a different process. So, yes, you need to create an artist statement for each collection inside of your inventory. Now, here comes that word again, collection. We're going to go delve deeper into what a collection is in a later episode. But right now, I think you need to just concentrate on writing the basics of your artist statement. So... You have a lot to think about. An artist statement is a very important part of your business. So take the week, work on that, and next week we'll discuss how to write your resume. As always, you can listen to this episode as well as the rest of the CAG Media Library at the following locations. On iTunes and on Blog Talk Radio, type in CAG Media or go online and go to Contemporary Art Gallery online and click the Media tab. Please note that all shows will post after they have aired. CAG Online is always looking for exceptional new artists. If this describes you, visit us online to learn how to submit your work for consideration. As always, have a wonderful day and keep creating.
1: You have been listening to The Business of Art, presented by CAG Media, an affiliate of Contemporary Art Gallery Online. You can find The Business of Art Radio Show along with the other media programs presented by CAG Media on our website at www.contemporaryartgalleryonline.com on iTunes and Blog Talk Radio and just type in CAG Media. Contemporary Art Gallery is always looking for exceptional new artists. This describes you. Visit us online to learn how to submit your artwork for consideration. If you're interested in purchasing art, please visit us at our website contemporaryartgalleryonline.com We'll see you next Saturday at 11am Thank you for listening and have a wonderful afternoon